Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about the feel-good trap. As humans, we want to feel good. That is one of the main things that drives us, is to seek pleasure and avoid pain. We don't want to get hurt. We don't want physical or emotional pain, and we want to feel good. So in the pursuit of feeling good, we (laughs) buy things, we binge Netflix, we also pursue goals, and we try to build healthy, meaningful relationships, and we seek new experiences like vacation and um, eating at restaurants. (laughs) We try, we all have different versions of how we try to make ourselves feel good. Um, but naturally, that's that's what we all pursue. And this is a healthy thing for us to pursue. And evolutionarily, the reason we function this way totally makes sense. Because being able to be averse to pain is a very healthy thing. <laughs> like the fact that we do not want to touch a hot stove preserves our hand or that we want to avoid getting eaten by a tiger. (laughs) That intense desire to run away from pain helps us survive. And similarly, seeking pleasure, things that feel good like food, sex, warmth, help our species survive. Now, We live in a modern day society where the physical pain we deal with is fairly minimal. I mean, obviously there are many people who struggle with physical health problems, but on the general basis, from a day to day, most of us are not running for our lives from a tiger. We are safe in a sheltered, warm place with access to food. At least most of us that have access to being able to listen to this podcast likely is your scenario. Physically, you are safe. But yet that need to avoid pain is so intensely hardwired within you still. And then on the flip side... Our desire to seek pleasure is very full of opportunities in modern day society. There are so, so many unhealthy, yummy food options full of sugar that give us a lot of pleasure. Or being able to drink alcohol and get the dopamine release that comes with that. Being able to indulge in online shopping or travel. And now, I think these are all beautiful things that we get to enjoy as part of the society we're living in. But we have so, so many opportunities to seek pleasure today. So we live in a world where we're not really focused on survival as much as trying to thrive and maximize our life satisfaction which means minimizing not life or death possible pains. We're trying to minimize emotional pains and avoid those. 
we are trying to pursue not just like feeling good sometimes, but the maximum amount of pleasure. And this works against us. Many people that struggle with anxiety are so hyper-focused on feeling good and avoiding pain as much as possible. And that actually is what fuels our anxiety. So for example, you might really, really want to control the pain of a possible future breakup. So you microanalyze every little thing that's happening in your relationship right now to prevent that possible future pain. Or you might have a fear of the pain of being unhappy in a relationship five years down the road. So you nitpick and find fault with and make yourself unhappy in the relationship today. So in the pursuit of preventing future pain or trying to make sure we're happy forever in this relationship, we actually create more pain right now. Yep. In your pursuit of just trying to feel good, you actually are making yourself feel less good. The focus on trying to drive away possible negative emotions or even negative emotions in the moment actually compound your pain. This is the feel-good trap. It is the trap we create for ourselves. In the pursuit of trying to feel good, we actually get ourselves stuck in a whole heck of a lot of not feeling good. Scott Peck in the book, The Road Less Traveled, actually wrote about this very thing. He said, this tendency to avoid problems and the emotional suffering inherent in them is the primary basis of all human mental illness. Let me repeat that. The primary basis of all human mental illness is our tendency to avoid problems and the emotional suffering that comes with them. So our struggle with anxiety isn't the problems or emotional suffering that are going to come up in our life. It is the need to avoid and control them. Our need to prevent problems and prevent emotional suffering is creating our anxiety, is creating problems right now. This is the feel-good trap. So when you expect yourself to feel all of these wonderful, positive, amazing emotions in your relationship, You want to feel happy all the time. You want to feel butterflies. And you want to just feel so present and enjoy all of it. And that's your goal. Ironically, we don't tend to enjoy those moments where we feel that way. What we are focusing on is all the times when we're not feeling that. 
when it's gone wrong or how much we're feeling anxiety instead and how do we get rid of that so we can feel more of those positive emotions but then even when we have a moment of maybe feeling some calm we start anticipating the next moment of anxiety and how do we prevent that so the good emotions that we enjoy we're not even letting ourselves sit in we're not even letting ourselves experience because we're so focused on when the next negative one's going to come up and how do we prevent and how do we fix that one when we're in the feel good trap we are stuck in indecision because we want to constantly feel good in order to make a decision about our future but that keeps us stuck in indecision and in worry because any decision we make, there's going to be moments of negative emotion that come with it. We might feel good about it sometimes and also we might not. So as we are in the feel good trap and we're demanding to feel good all the time in order to make a decision, we get stuck in not deciding. When you're in the feel good trap, you start engaging in behaviors that keep you more stuck in your anxiety. This looks like asking for reassurance. This looks like Googling. This looks like spending time in your head analyzing every possible scenario to make sure you can be happy in the future. When we do these behaviors, to make sure we're happy later on, we make ourselves miserable right now. We keep our anxiety going. So the answer to the feel good trap is not finding out the secret or trick to make sure your life never has any emotional pain. We can't do that, guys. And I, I don't think you should want to <laughs> because there are things that happen in life that we want to be upset about. We want to be angry. We want to be sad. We want to feel hurt. Sometimes we want to feel lonely. And it's weird <laughs> to just feel positive emotion all of the time. I know it sounds nice, but that is not genuinely authentic to your human experience. It's really not. I think of, um, <laughs> I've been binge watching Friends, and uh, there's an episode where Phoebe has a boyfriend that is so positive and he's just happy about everything. So little things like they all get stuck in traffic and he's like, oh, it was beautiful. There were all these yellow cabs and lights and it was just wonderful and amazing. And all of them are just looking at him like, huh? <laughs> because when we get stuck in traffic, a lot of times we want to be frustrated. We don't want to feel happy about that. And so the feel good trap not only is a lie because it's not possible. Like the, the more we're really, really trying to create pleasure and avoid pain, we actually end up creating the opposite, but also is I don't think we really want to feel good all the time. I know we think we do, 
Oh, we really don't. So the answer to the feel-good trap is not, okay, well, let me find a way to get out of this and actually really just feel good all the time, but is to make room for your pain. Let yourself process it to move through it. I have been I had the opportunity to practice this. I've done it a lot emotionally, and I help my clients build this skill as well, but I've done it so much lately with pregnancy physically, which is I have been throwing up and exhausted. Like my body is just a lot more worn out being pregnant. And I, I knew it was a possibility. I didn't know it would be to the extent that it is. Um, you know, everyone's different. But I had anxiety about it. If I worried about being sick. And, you know, sometimes I can get frustrated with it. But the choice we have is like, okay, this pain is here. Now what are we going to do about it? So I could complain and worry about if I'm going to be sick tomorrow and fight it and try to get rid of it. Or I could just accept this is part of my human experience. Like this is part of being pregnant. This is how my body is coping with it. And so how do I best support myself during this pain? Maybe it's like relaxing and laying down more. It's trusting my body when <laughs> it's hurting or throwing up that it's doing the best it can to take care of itself and grow this baby. And so similarly, I think we can practice that with emotional pain. Because we can resist and we can fight it and we can complain about it and try to get rid of it. Or we can acknowledge like, yet yeah, this is part of being human. And let ourselves feel it. Because if we continue to operate in the feel-good trap, what happens is, one, we might find ourselves running from thing to thing to thing where we go from this relationship to that relationship, from this place to that place, this job to that job, to escape whatever pain we're in. And then we are so disappointed and frustrated to find that the pain has followed us there. And so then we have to go to a new relationship. And we might spend a lot of time trying to find the thing to make us feel good and feel happy, all the while missing the very real and painful but also beautiful experience right in front of you and creating extra pain on top of it. When we operate in the feel-good trap, we miss out on the things we genuinely desire. Like, why could I have avoided all, all of the physical pain with being pregnant? For sure. <laughs> Choosing to not have a baby would be a lot less painful. Like, I mean, a morning sickness set aside, delivery and birth is going to be painful, right? And it would be a lot easier 
to just not have a baby. I mean, during pregnancy, after pregnancy, right? There's, there's going to be a lot of struggle with it. But it's also something that my husband and I really want is we want that experience of being parents. We want to love our little baby. And it's something that we want in our lives is to have children. And so it's a choice that we've made. And I have taken on this pain to get that thing I want. And when we're focused on, okay, I at all costs need to get rid of pain, not feel it. What happens is a lot of times we avoid the thing we really want. Like say you really, really want to be in shape and you, you, want, you want to be able to be stronger and you want your body to have a certain level of tone. We have that desire. That might be like what you really want. But if your primary goal is to be in the feel-good trap, is we're going to just be looking for pleasure and trying to escape pain. So we are just going to be seeking watching Netflix, eating whatever junk food feels good. And I have zero judgment of this, by the way, you guys. (laughs) I'm 100% planning on eating junk food and watching The Bachelor tonight. (laughs) But... When we are really, really like trying to feel good, that's what we're going to spend our time doing is we're going to be focused on those activities or avoiding the exercise, right? Like it feels a lot better to stay in bed than it does to get out and go to the gym. A whole lot better. There's that pain of physically working out that we have to be willing to go through in order to get that end result we we really want. We have to be willing to give up the immediate satisfaction of sleeping in or watching a show, eating something, we have to be willing to experience the physical pain of working out in order to get to that end result we really want. If the result you want in life is a long-term committed relationship, you might have to be willing to experience some pain of anxiety. You might have to be willing to feel some of the discomfort that comes with an argument. Or part of working towards that goal is maybe feeling some of the disappointment of not getting to have all the experiences you imagined having. Or not having your partner matching all of your expectations. Or dealing with the discomfort of seeing someone else that you find attractive and not doing anything about it. Or vice versa, maybe dealing with the discomfort of being in the room with another beautiful woman and still trusting that your partner will remain faithful to you. Some of us want to escape this pain so badly that we might find ourselves trying to hurry and break up to get out of it or or just mentally thinking about it or fantasizing about some other possibility. We might 
overthinking our head a lot to run away from this pain. But it's still there. And so the question is, is are you willing to go through it in order to get that relationship you're really wanting? If you need to experience the discomfort of an argument in order to be closer to your partner to have that connection long-term, are you willing to pay that? If you need to have moments of feeling disconnected from your partner and not totally in love, in order to long-term have deep, genuine connection, are you willing to pay that? I think of it almost like if you have seen um, the marshmallow study. I don't, I don't know the actual name of it. But they did a study with kids where they gave them, they basically would tell these little like two or three-year-olds, here, you can have this marshmallow. <laughs> Maybe there were five. They were young enough to find marshmallows appetizing. I don't know. Do you guys still like marshmallows? I am not a fan. <laughs> but... What they would do with these kids is basically say, okay, you can have a marshmallow now or you can have two marshmallows later, Um, but you can't eat this marshmallow now. And so basically it would be like, they put the marshmallow down in front of the kid and then they leave the room, say, hey, when I'm back, I'll give you the other one if you don't eat this one. And then they go behind a two-way mirror and watch the kids. You maybe have seen a TikTok equivalent of this version where people put like Skittles or M&M's in front of their kids and ask them not to eat it until they get back. Um, But anyways, so they would watch the kids to see if they could refrain from eating the marshmallow um, for whatever time period in exchange for another marshmallow later. And some kids were able to do it and delay that instant gratification, whereas others, they had to eat that marshmallow right now. And... They looked at the long-term impacts. They, they actually followed these kids. <laughs> Not the impacts of the marshmallows. <laughs> but just from such a young age, the kids that could delay the gratification and the kids that couldn't. And they looked over time, and what they found is the kids that had that capacity to actually feel a little bit uncomfortable not eating the marshmallow and then get the sec- and then wait for the second one, the, they actually tended to have more successful lives their career and their relationships and their health was all better because they had the ability to delay gratification. And a lot of times when we're in the feel-good trap, it's that one marshmallow where we just like want to eat it right now in order to feel better. Um, We want to hurry and tell our partner. We want to hurry and like fix it. And it gives us a bit of relief, but long-term, it's actually fueling your anxiety. It's actually less beneficial for you. And so when we are willing to give up immediate gratification, we are willing to wait and have that discomfort of not eating the marshmallow. We're willing to not be so reactive to our anxiety, we're willing to feel some of our uncomfortable emotions, we're 
able to actually get even more down the road. We're able to have less anxiety. We're able to feel even better than we would have if we reacted to it. When we're willing to go through that pain, we start having a more mentally and emotionally healthy life. When we're not just trying to avoid and run away from it. So when you find yourself really hyper-focused on trying to make sure you don't feel hurt or trying to feel really, really good in this relationship to feel way more excitement or happiness or joy or love because you might not be feeling good or the way you're supposed to, is to pause, to bring yourself back to where you are right now. And instead of trying to hurry and get rid of your anxiety, instead of trying to hurry and create connection or create more love so you can make sure you have more pleasure right now, is ask yourself, am I willing to maybe feel a little bit uncomfortable right now or maybe a lot of bit uncomfortable? Am I willing to feel worse right now in order to feel better long term? Is that a price I'm willing to pay? Is it worth it to me right now to feel some anxiety in order to be less anxious long term? Am I willing to go through this discomfort in order to really build that relationship that matters so much to me? Or I'm willing to go through that discomfort in order to be more of the person I want to be. To have more strength. To be more confident. I'm willing to go through some discomfort right now. And if you can answer even just partially of, I want to try. Try. I know it's not easy. And that is why I fully believe in coaching or therapy and having support to help you through that process. So don't be afraid to reach out if you need someone to help guide you and help you because it really is a muscle that you are building. And it's going to take time and it's going to take patience. Don't be in a rush to feel good by carrying and getting out of the feel good trap, okay? (laughs) So... Thank you so much for tuning in today, you guys. You have a beautiful weekend. We'll talk next week.